Hey guys, what's up? This is Corey Shields from the Selling North Georgia podcast. Today we sat down with Caitlin Sharp. She's the new director for Dalton Parks and Rec. We talked about some trails. We talked about esports. We talked about what they're doing to improve the parks that we already have. So stay tuned. It's a good one. So, Caitlin, you're, you're pretty new to the role, right, mm-hmm. director? So when did you start and kind of where did you come from and what were you facing when you got yeah, there? So this is month two for me. Mm-hmm. I started January 4th. Uh, so I guess I'm going on to th- month three. But before I got here, I was the Parks and Rec Director for Catoosa County. Um, I did that for three years. And prior to that, I was in Rome. Uh, I've... I grew up in Cartersville, went to college at Jacksonville State University. And when I graduated from Jacksonville, I thought, I'm going to be a camp director. So I'm going wherever I got to go to get this job. So I moved out to West Texas. And so I really, I quickly realized, like, hey, I'm a Georgia girl. I need to get back home. <laughs> but wait, you said West Texas, like you were from West Texas. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Out of West that, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I hear that all the time. You have, there. I usually hear, you don't have a Southern drawl. You sound like you're from, you know, yeah. mid, like Texas or Arkansas or something along the mm-hmm. lines. But no, I grew up in Georgia. So, but when I was out in Texas, they kept saying, well, you do not sound like you're from Texas. So I don't have a home. <laughs> but... When I finally got back to Georgia, I landed in municipal parks and recreation. I really, in college, I was like, this is not what I'm going to want to do. But it's just grown on me. And I've loved it. It's been something that I'm so grateful that I just fell into. So started in Columbia County, which is outside of Augusta. And was was awesome to have that opportunity because it's one of the fastest growing counties in Georgia. So I really got to see recreation probably at the highest level. And so... Wanted to come back home, got a job in Rome, and just been in this North Georgia area, all in parks and recreation. But ultimately, my background is athletics. And so when I went to Catoosa County, Catoosa County is a very athletic-driven parks and rec department. So it really worked out. um, Dalton was one of those places where you think down the road. So I'm fairly young fairly young to be the parks and rec director for dalton and it was always kind of like a target area if i can get there i'm doing it right and it just happened to work out pretty quickly so you know it landed here two months ago um and just kind of hit the ground running and i guess to answer your question one of the first things that i've been trying to tackle really is just learning the parks learning the community really um and then just trying to figure out my staff. <laughs> sure. Those have been the biggest things. And, you know, one thing that has been on my mind since you and I have been going back and forth, what is what is the difference between a, a good parks and rec and, like, awesome? Because you, you said mm-hmm. the phrase high level a minute mm-hmm. ago. Like, what is that exactly? I think um, the difference between good and high level is just the efficiency of how your maintenance is running, how you're up, the upkeep of your parks and your facilities and the engagement with the community. Mm-hmm. Um if you have, if you have a high level of engagement, you're, you know, you go to your parks probably around six o'clock and the walking trail's packed, you know, you're doing something right. And so really it has to do with the systems in place, online registration, your website, uh, just the interaction that you have, social media. I think that that sets departments apart from one another. So what metrics do you use? Um, Like the number of baseball teams mm-hmm. that register is one of the metrics that says, hey, you're doing a good job? Yes, there's there's a lot. Um, 
I would like to say that we're really great at like tracking who's looking at our website. That would be Mm -hmm. one way in the past that I've tracked. Okay, look, we really have some engagement. Mm -hmm. The number of participants per sport, um, that's a great way to track if you're really providing the right service for your community. Uh, Economic growth. That's one thing that we look at on the weekends. How many tournaments do, are we bringing in? Are they using our facilities? Are they going elsewhere? So just along the lines of probably number of teams, participants, um, and I guess website tracking. Whenever, you know, you mentioned like a walking trail, having it packed out, like mm-hmm. what would you guys be doing to make that sort of thing happen if it wasn't already? I, a lot of people, some people don't know about some of our facilities. Uh, and that goes back and you're going to hear me talk about the website a lot because I just left a meeting talking about how are we going to get our website kind of up to 2022. But uh, we have a trail called Mount Rachel that a lot of people don't know about. And it's, it's a great, like it's a cardio trail, but I've rarely ever seen anybody out there or a lot of people out there. And so just really getting the name out about the park and what it has to offer. Um, have you all ever been to Raisin Woods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a great one. If you go there, we often see that's more of our highly used, I guess, parks and hag mill. And I think it's because people know about it. Mm-hmm. So where's the trailhead for the Mount Rachel Trail? I don't know my roads yet, guys. <laughs> you don't want me telling you where to go. Uh, it's closer to downtown, though. So let me help with the roads then. Okay. So you've got Crown Mill Village. Do you know where that is? Yes, it's very close to that. Okay. I so can't tell you that. There's a road that goes off, like straight off of Chattanooga Avenue. That's Chattanooga Avenue is the road that goes in front of the Crown mm-hmm. Mill. Mm-hmm. There's a road that goes off of that called Judson. So like if you go into the neighborhood kind yeah, of. Yeah, that yes. neighborhood across the street. Mm-hmm. So that Judson Street, first left is Factory Next right is some street I can't remember, but there's a trailhead there. Yes. Is that about That's where that Mount is? Rachel. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so you'll see um, you have these odd pavilions, like the mm-hmm. the kind of the shape of the the roof. So they're different. Um, a lot of people just go right by because I don't think they realize there's a trail back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would the, would it work to maybe? Have improved signage, mm-hmm. like big sign that says Mount Rachel Trailhead. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Signs are good. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at the Crown Mill it says, hey, turn right here mm-hmm. for the trail. Mm-hmm. I think right. one thing, um, my f- second week here, I met with Steve Farrow, and his big oh, yeah. thing is connecting the trails. And mm-hmm. once we can finally get to that point of connecting trails, you'll we'll see a lot. We'll see more people going out that way because it would go right to Mount Rachel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Is Burr Park, is that the one downtown? The yes. Space? Mm-hmm. Is anything coming up over there, like spring, summer? Yeah, you know, um, that's one of two uh, projects that I've walked into. Uh, you know, Burr Park's almost at the completion of – the facility that they're building is almost done. Mm-hmm. And so I've really gotten to be a part of the cool stuff of like the planning, not the actual, mm-hmm. you know, planning of the events, not the half to fig- having to figure out the fixtures that are going into the building. Um, so there's the, I got to sit in on a meeting and I wrote down who it is because um, I did not want to leave anybody out, but the DDDA does a lot of the scheduling of the events down there. We are mainly just facilitators. We make sure, you know, there's a turf management plan that we keep the facilities up to up to date and that we have somebody there when the events are happening. Mm-hmm. Now the actual scheduling of the events go through DDDA, but for this summer, they have the summer concert series. Did mm-hmm. y'all go to any of those last mm-hmm. year? Sounds like a lot of fun. Even in Catoosa County, we heard about them. Uh, and I had some staff that would actually come to Dalton to partake cool. in it. Yeah. But so the DDDA, um, the CVB, Creative Arts Guild, and Community Foundation, they have, I think it's almost every Friday throughout the summer, they've got mm-hmm. some kind of event going on. Wow. So. 
with awesome. beer and beer typically brings out a lot of people <laughs> so <helps>. yeah <laughs> music and beer that's the way to go <laughs> we don't necessarily put on any of the events just yet but now that there's a facility there we'll t- partake a little bit more probably a lot of kids stuff I, I like to put on events where there's free inflatables so <laughs> i always think a good event either has beer or f- free inflatables for people so, that's right sure yeah. so do you have any i guess maybe crossover events or what kind of things cause you to interact with the whitfield county rec department mm-hmm. uh so they play an interlocking schedule sometimes so whitfield county is almost a hub for for departments that cannot form a full league so mm-hmm. when i say that in Catoosa county we often would reach out to whitfield and be like look we have about 14 girls who want to play 12u basketball mm-hmm. we don't want to turn them away so we'd call whitfield and can we can they play in your program mm-hmm. and they would let them and so with the same with the city of dalton you know whitfield county services so many more kids than what the city of dalton does mm-hmm. and so there are sometimes we find ourselves in those situations of we don't want to turn these kids away how do we form a team and then whitfield will you know out of the goodness of their hearts allow us to play an interlocking schedule mm-hmm. with them so cool. that's often how Whitfield's very heavily sports oriented, mm-hmm. and so mainly our interactions are facilities for sports or needing to put a team in somewhere. So when you bring somebody to town, like the Softball Players Association, for example, mm-hmm. do you have enough facilities in the city to take care of them, or is it a combination of city, county working together? From what I understand, it's typically a city, county, mm-hmm. depending on um, – one thing about tournaments is it is – watered down and so <laughs> you can throw a rock and you can find a tournament director who's going to try to put on a tournament on the weekend um one thing whitfield county does really well is they they're very selective of who's who uses their facilities so let's say whitfield county already has one of a tournament going on but we've as the city have brought in another tournament director if we don't have enough fields and whitfield's booked up we reach out to neighboring communities like uh Catoosa county whitfield and up in chattanooga <laughs> Yeah. So uh, outside of sports um, for kids and that kind of thing, do you guys have any activities or programs for young professionals? And also you mentioned eSports on the website. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going on there? Uh, so for young professionals, we do a little bit, but that is one thing that I've really noticed is we we need to build off of that. Pickleball. Have y'all ever played pickleball? I have not. Y'all, you got to play some pickleball. It is It is one of those. I'm intrigued. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a crossover. It's walking of, distance from your house, Corey. I have no Where excuse. do you live? You li- oh, well, you shouldn't probably say that on, on, on any type of internet. I'll say my so. address. Yeah. <laughs> but near a pickleball court. Okay. Yeah, he lives Over near a pickleball area. court. In Rio well, Vista. I, so on March 20th, we're put it, we, we're not as the department, but there's going to be a pickleball tournament. You can just show up and play. Anybody, any skill level can come out there. Uh, it's called Knickknack Paddywhack. It's put on by the Dalton Area Pickleball uh, League. And if you, I think they'll have a do- donation jar um, that it all goes to the Humane Society. But if you bring a knickknack, something like dog food or some sort, it'll go to the Humane Society too. <laughs> but I'm telling you, pickleball is one of the fastest growing sports. Every department I'm talking to, they're like, yeah, we're putting in more pickleball courts. Um, Are you any good? 
Uh, no, <laughs> still learn. But I will tell you, we were at a meeting and somebody said, you know, if you're really unathletic, you'll feel very athletic playing this. And I did not. So, <laughs> but I highly recommend it. It's one of those things where you can go out with a group. You can be extremely competitive or very leisurely. Uh, and I think that it hits on all cylinders of all type of age groups from super young because we're doing them this summer for our youth clinic camps all the way to the A. I mean, it's like senior citizens are doing that. And it's just one of those things where it can engage all, like pretty much your whole community. Uh, and then esports. So Dalton, um, and I watched this from Catoosa County. Dalton started an esports league. It was all in house. Well, now GRPA, which is Georgia Parks and Recreation Association, or Georgia Recreation Parks Association, um, they have almost contracted or they're they're promoting a partnership with gg leagues and gg leagues runs um a pretty official esports program uh mainly up north like we started in catusa county and we had kids who were playing other kids in new york so um it's you we're looking at partnering with gg leagues just to make it a little bit more competitive because right now we're not seeing a lot of participants in our esports but once we do that we're hoping that it'll bring them in because you at one point the goal is to play you know our top dalton player against caducey county player or sure. all the way down south and i guess in glenn county or something like that so so forgive me for pretending like the audience doesn't know anything but define esports for us please yeah uh so esports um it's it's anything that has to do with remote you know they can they consider um electronic sports to be a sport now a sanctioned sport in ghsa uh and it's it's interesting to watch. I don't know a lot about uh video games, but it's it's one of those things where recreation is about engaging everybody. It's not just about your bat and ball. Um and esports is just one avenue to hopefully rope that kid who's not necessarily getting out and being I guess social with outsiders or with mm -hmm. other people, but we're trying to find what they like and engage them to be, you know, I guess active and social. So when you say a remote like my old Nintendo PlayStation doesn't count but my nintendo wii does count right i would assume so they'll so the great thing about gg leaks you partner with them and they run your program and they do it well so it's not like somebody like me who has no no idea about video games it's somebody who comes in and actually regulates like here's structured rules here's what you have here's the game systems that you have to have in place so uh that is a question i cannot answer <laughs> the the esports uh, again i'm not an expert either but i have a friend who watches that stuff from time to time yeah um like on a grander scale i don't know what the league is called this guy here knows but he doesn't have a microphone yes. but um <laughs> But no, like it is serious. Like if you watch it, like they got this whole studio and everything, and they've got these people who are the best mm -hmm. in the world at whatever game they're playing. Um, Overwatch, I think, is a popular one. Hmm. If you were to see it, you would think like, it would blow your mind how serious they take that. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. it's extremely competitive. Mm -hmm. um, we had a we had a fairly good turnout in Katusa uh, the first time we offered it. it. The way that it works is you just sign up and you pretty much. GG Leagues will reach out to you and say, hey, you're scheduled to participate at this time, and then they'll match you up with who you're competing against. And um, those the, the few that signed up continue to return, so I think it was working. <laughs> yeah. So Academy Sports, uh, they're, they're a sponsor for the REC? Mm -hmm. Like, how, how do they help exactly? Academy Sports does a great job with just partnering with most parks and rec departments that reach out to them. And honestly, even if, like um, – 
you are if these are parent associations with that which i worked with a lot in catoosa county um even if you're not necessarily a municipality, they partner. If you're providing any kind of service for youth, they'll find a way to partner with you. And Dalton has been has had this partnership for quite some time, but they will Academy will provide us with a small donation, which ultimately turns around and pays for our background checks for our volunteers. Hmm. And then they offer a discounted rate to pretty much gear your players up for the season. And so if you have that coupon, which we put out on our social media, anybody can use it. But then go to Academy and get their, um, I guess, their equipment for the upcoming season for a very small price. So, cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And other departments, they have sometimes if your department, you know, can't afford to provide coaches with coaches' equipment, they'll also provide those coaching equipment for your coaches. So, nice. yeah, they're very supportive. So, as far as the next one year, two year, like, what sort of plans do you have in place and yeah. what kind of goals do you have set yeah. up? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, the goal will be to um, focus on facility improvements. There's, there are a few places like playing services that just really need some attention. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working on putting together just um, a capital improvements list right now of how what do we want to see done differently, and then how do we plan to maintain that to keep it up to par. I'm lucky I get to come work for a department where this DRPD has uh, – really produced and had some very strong recreation leaders and they have put in some very trendy uh parks and trendy recreational um i guess i don't know what the right word is but like have y'all been to just to give you an example have y'all been to john davis Mm -hmm. yeah so there are these small mini soccer pitch fields right behind the soccer field they're a little worn down and that is first on my list of hopefully something we're going to get fixed but (laughs) um the director who installed those was just so forward thinking on the concept of it it's a small soccer field it's probably our most used facility (laughs) uh the walls are like guess like water walls or dam walls (laughs) to hold water back Mm -hmm. and they're supposed to be like just you can't hurt them. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, our facilities see so much usage that they have been hurt, <laughs> which is a great thing. That means our facilities are being used. But the ultimate goal within year one and year two is to have a very comprehensive plan of what this department needs to just get it back to where it was. Um, GRPA or Dalton is very known in GRPA in the state of Georgia. And um, our name is not out there as much as it used to be, but I hope to see it get back to that point. And that's kind of the plan for year one and year two. So when people move to our area, we covered basically a four-county area with Catoosa, Whitfield, Murray, and Gordon. Mm-hmm. So somebody moves to our area and they live in Whitfield but want to be part of the Dalton Parks and Recs. So they're outside the zone, basically. Mm-hmm. How does a kid play in the city school system if they want to? Or not city school, but the city rec system. Sorry. Yeah. So we don't have school-based um, mm-hmm. leagues. So if you're in the if you're in Whitfield County, you're mm-hmm. able to come and play in the city of Dalton. Cool. Yeah. So there, there's really no um, restrictions. Now, we have started our baseball is now sanctioned with Little League. Mm-hmm. And we just started that this year. Um it, to participate within Little League uh, competition tournaments, mm-hmm. you have to live within Whitfield County for us. But mm-hmm. that, that's the only restrictions that we really have. Cool. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that we could do, and I say we, like community-wise, uh, do to kind of do our part in helping, you know, get, get in the rec department where it yeah. needs to be? I think just um, participation in our programs is one thing that – I really hope to see increase, um, but that also falls on us and making sure that we're providing trendy programs. Sure. Uh, 
we have you'll if you go to the parks every so every so often you'll see a sign it's called see click fix i don't know if y'all have heard <laughs> of that mm-hmm. um so the public works department implemented this and it's it's a way for citizens just to say hey look there's a pothole y'all gotta get this covered That's or what whatnot I was, I was about to say when you said see <laughs> click fix i because hmm, mm-hmm. i've actually heard about it from the public yes. works part i didn't know that mm-hmm. the rec was involved in it too yeah when i first started uh the it director mentioned it to me and i said that would be really useful if there's something going on in a park and it's a weekend and we have no idea about it. Mm-hmm. We'll find out about it because we'll hear about it probably on Facebook. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but see, click, fix. As soon as you see an issue, you take a photo, you report it, and it gets it comes straight to my phone or our office manager's phone, and then we assign it to either our maintenance supervisor or whoever's on call at that moment. And those those reports will ultimately help us going back to the capital improvements list if there's big issues reoccurring issues it's going to let me know hey this is what the community is really wanting to see um and then i guess the community just reach out if there's things that you're seeing other communities do that you want to see here i'm a go 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 kind of person so like if i hear about it and i think it's cool i'm probably going to be knocking on my boss's andrew parker's uh, door (laughs) to be like let's try it so i just i think just engagement knowing what the community wants is ultimately what we need yeah for sure yeah uh, is there anything else that we haven't covered that, that you might you want to did? talk about? Yes. So you asked about how does somebody get a tree dedicated to them at yes. Civitan? That is Carl's yes. question. He is, he is just dying to know. <laughs> well, Carl, I'll let you in. <laughs> uh, so Jerome Key, who works for Public Works, he is the city's ar- city arborist. Um, he is the person to go to just to facilitate getting a tree dedicated over there or anywhere. Mm-hmm. He'll give you all the options of if you if you're at our parks. I mean, even over at Lakeshore in the tennis area, you have a couple of treats dedicated. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think of places that really relate to who they're dedicating the tree to. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they'll talk to Jerome and Jerome will make it happen. He's a good one. So, awesome. Yeah. If you need his number, I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. I guess, uh, Michael, you, you got any, uh, any questions bouncing around in that skull? Well, we were talking earlier about um, park usage and that kind mm-hmm. of thing and so you said if you drive by at six o'clock and you know see how many people are on the trail, is there a way that we should maybe calculate how many people use the trail, or mm-hmm. like is there some system that we were going to put in place to? This has to been know? like a parks and recreation question everywhere I've been. How can we figure out how many people are, are using your parks? Um, we're I'm in a Facebook group, and that that was one of those um, questions that popped up, and I started to follow it to see if there was anything creative that we haven't really thought of. Um, one person suggested uh, figuring out how many pings are going on at a cell phone tower, mm. which <laughs> I don't know if that's like an in, invasion of privacy. But uh, privacy is not a thing in the United States. Come on, where? Yeah, no, what am I thinking? Sometimes people will staff people and just click mm-hmm. and figure that out. Uh, or in Columbia County, we actually put down the road uh, where people would drive over it, and mm-hmm. you could see how many people were coming in and out of your parks at that point. So I think that would probably be the best way to do it. It's mm-hmm. just taking the time and finding somebody who's willing to sit there for a couple hours and, mm-hmm. and click away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And really, one thing that 
when I started this, when I went through the interview process, they did ask, what, what's going to be top of your list? And that was going to the parks on those high, like those really, those peak hours, which, you know, sometimes in the morning, but mainly in the evenings and trying to see how used it is. And I've been able to notice your, mo- your more popular parks around here. Uh, Civitan one mm-hmm. is very extremely popular. And then the playground over at Lakeshore has is probably always have somebody on it. So, What do you think makes those so appealing? Playgrounds. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our live group went to Heritage Point last week, last Sunday, and we didn't have any room at the playground. It was packed. Mm-hmm. So it was sunny, 60 degrees, perfect day. Right? Mm-hmm. So the playground was packed. So then we went to the like side pavilion that's kind of on the way to um, the middle school. Mm-hmm. Nobody there. So we... We're able to have one. a picnic, and there's yeah. another little playground mm-hmm. there, not quite as cool as the big one. Mm-hmm. But uh, So, yeah, that was another one on a Sunday afternoon. Like, I don't know that you would normally think of that being a peak hour, mm-hmm. but, man, at 1 o'clock on Sunday, it was oh, packed. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the weather, and that's what I talked to our maintenance about. I said, as soon as we see 65 and above, mm-hmm. our playgrounds are going to be highly used. we got to keep an eye on them. And they do a great job. When, and kind of to go back to a couple a little while ago, um, some of the directors had such – just had the forethought of coming up with these great playgrounds. And so at one point they were just the coolest things. And so we do know uh, a lot of our playgrounds need some attention, but and heritage is one that's on our, our list, but going from that really cool one to the small one, it's a hard adjustment, but uh, we hope to see some kind of improvement of playgrounds over in that area. Our kids had a great time and yeah. all took really good naps afterwards. All right. yeah. And that's all that matters, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I think the coolest thing about playgrounds is just seeing how kids learn how to interact with just strangers. Mm-hmm. The other, I went, took my nephews to a park down in Bartow County not too long ago, and they just started playing with kids they've never met before. So yeah. that's the great thing about playgrounds. And then mm-hmm. parents really benefit once they're just exhausted. So. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Win-win. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, Caitlin, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, it's been good talking to yeah. you. If people want to reach out to you, how, what's the best way to get in contact? I, you can call the office, um, and that would just be by Googling it because I don't know the number off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find it. We'll put yeah, it in the video. We yeah. got you. <laughs> so call the office if you want to chat. That's probably that's the best way right now to get in touch. Mm-hmm. We do hope to see through the website some way to just directly reach out to individual staff members quickly and when you need it. And then see Click Fix. That's probably the fastest way right now. Mm-hmm. I get those reports in <laughs> like two seconds as soon as they're submitted. So. Which social platform are you guys most active on? Facebook. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Again, thank you so much. It's been good talking to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you all.